Blog Talk Radio. What's good, family? Family, what's up, y'all? What's going on? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, and as always, I'm so grateful and excited to reconnect with you all. Hallelujah to God be all the glory. I'm praying that you've had a blessed, great day thus far, and that you continue to have a blessed, great day, even as you press forward throughout this evening. Y'all already know it's another beautiful, blessed day that God, the only true living God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, has truly blessed us to see. It's another beautiful, blessed day, y'all, and I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm talking about the only true living God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God is so amazing. Well, I'm back on PKN. I'm back on Purpose Kingdom Network. And I'm excited to reconnect with you all, forever grateful as always. Family, shout out to all of my Facebook family. Shout out to all of my Instagram family. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family, all of you who tune in, all of God's messengers. Um, Shout out to our CEO, Pastor Toy. Uh, She does a great job, her and her team. And we are so grateful for her and all she does to keep uh, Purpose Kingdom Network going. Amen? Amen. Well, family, we're back and we're continuing in the new series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion. And I'm excited um, to get into part four tonight. It's about Faith Be Good podcast. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. It's also the 1,673rd broadcast here on Purpose Kingdom Network. Somebody shout, God is good. God is good. He's so good. He's better than good. God is beyond good. Hallelujah. And we are so grateful for the great things God is doing here at Purpose Kingdom Network. So, Let's get into it. We got an hour, and I want to get you everything that God has given me to pour into you. So with that being said, family, I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer, and then we're going to get into the word of God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God. We bless your name. Lord, you're so worthy. Lord, you're so awesome. Lord, you're so amazing. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we say thank you. Hallelujah that you woke us up this morning, that you started us on our way. We thank you for renewing our strength. We thank you for waking us up in our right mind. We thank you that you covered us even as we rested. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your amazing love. Thank you for your love that is unconditional, your love that is unfailing, your love that is never-ending. We say thank you, God, that your love never quits, never runs out. And so, Lord, we bless your name tonight as we come together to receive your word. I pray, Father, that you bless your word, that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that we install it, live by it, and share it with others. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, have your way, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, speak through me, speak for me. In the name of Jesus, have your way tonight, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask. What must they do to be saved? 
We thank you that as we lift up your name, Jesus, you will draw all under the sound of my voice closer to you. Father, we come into agreement with your word tonight, and we thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for where you brought us from. Thank you for where you have us. Thank you in advance for where you're leading us to. For we've come this far by faith, and we are not turning back now. We're here to keep our faith in motion. Ah, let the redeemer of the Lord say so, and it is so, and so it is. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, come on, give God some praise right where you are. Hallelujah. Come on, we may not be in person, but there is no distance in the spirit. Come Come on, come on, clap your hands, give God some praise, get excited, because there is a word from the Lord for you tonight. You know, in these tough times, family, we need God's word. We need a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, right? We need a prayer life. We need to know, um, we need to be disciplined in how we press forward, right? Giving God praise, worshiping him in spirit and in truth, hallelujah, not allowing anyone or anything to distract us or derail us. We got to get in position, stay in position, and own our position. Hallelujah. So we're in this new series titled, Keep Your Faith Motion. And we are in part four tonight. And we're going to get into the book of John tonight. Hallelujah. I read this scripture and I said, okay, God, hallelujah, I hear you loud and clear. Uh, The Lord wants me to encourage you tonight to keep your faith in motion, and you're getting ready to find out, family. You're getting ready to find out. You're getting ready to find out why. Amen. So let's get into the word of the Lord. So I'm going to start by reading John chapter 15, John chapter 15, and I'm going to read verses 18 to 27 in the New Living Translation. And I'm going to read John chapter 16, verses 1 to 4 in the New Living Translation. Focus verse tonight is going to be verse uh, John chapter 16 and verse 1. All right, John chapter 16 and verse 1. Now, I want to share scripture with you very quickly in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Uh, verse 13. The word of the Lord says, his word is at work in those who believe. And so we're going to keep our faith in motion. Come on, because when our faith is in motion, God's word is working. So we're going to keep our faith in motion. What do he say in Hebrews? Hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering, for he that promised is faithful. Come on. Come on. We're going to keep our faith in motion. What do he say in Romans chapter 4? Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. And because of his faith, hallelujah, God called him righteous. Come on. He called him righteous. Ah, To be righteous is to have a right relationship with God. It is to be in right standing with the Lord. It is to be accepted by God. It is to live in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. Amen. And so we're going to keep our faith in motion. So let's get into it. John chapter 15, verses 18 to 27 in the New Living Translation, the word of the Lord says, if the world hates you, remember, hated me first. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. He says the world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it. You are no longer part you to come out so it hates you you remember what I told you he says a slave a servant greater the master since they persecuted me he says naturally persecute you this is Jesus talking he says and if they had listened to me they would listen to you they will do all this because of me. They 
have rejected the one who sent me. He says they would not be guilty had not come spoken to them. Now they have no excuse for their sin. He says anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I haven't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. Jesus basically exposed them. He says, but it is they have seen everything I did. They still hate me and my father. He says, this fulfills what is written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. 26, he says, but I will send you the advocate, spirit of truth. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. So he gave the disciples some instructions, right? You got to testify. You got to be a witness. I want you to stay committed you to be sold out, right? He's letting them know what's going to happen. Even before chapter 15, even in verse, uh, in chapter 13 in the book of John, he lets them know what was going to happen. And so now we're in John chapter 16, and I want to read this. It says, I have told you these things. Here it is. Here's our focus for tonight. He says, I have told you these things, you won't stand in your faith. I have told you these things so that you won't stand in faith. Hallelujah. Ah, verse 2, he says, for you will be expelled from the synagogues. The time is coming when those, um, he says, who will kill you. Now, remember, the disciples had it rough, right? Remember, um, those the disciples who got killed, he says, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think that they are doing a holy service for God. This is because they have never known the Father or me. I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember my warning. Remember my warning. He says, I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. So he's given the disciples a warning. And it's not a warning as if they did something wrong. He's given them a warning concerning what's getting ready to take place. And so family, having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and having a prayer life, you will be in tune with God, and the Holy Spirit will keep you aware of what's to come. Bless the name of the Lord. And so we got to keep our faith in motion. See, Jesus was filling them in on what was getting ready to take place, and he gave them the instruction to tell of his goodness, to testify about him. And he lets them know, he says, I'm telling you what I'm telling you so that you won't abandon your faith. In other words, so that we can apply this to our lives today. In other words, he's saying, I'm letting you know there's going to be some challenges. I'm letting you know there's going to be some obstacles. I'm letting you know some tough times are going to come your way. But I'm letting you know what's going to happen so that you'll already be aware of it so that you won't abandon your faith. Because when you have the Holy Spirit, there should be no surprises. You should already be in tune with the leading of the Spirit of God so that you know how to press forward, not only so that you know how to press forward, but also so that you know what to pray for, how to pray. Come on. Hallelujah. So that you know how to prepare yourself. You don't have to prepare yourself for the worst because you got to remind yourself What God said in his word, that you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You are a lender and not a borrower. That you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves you. 
and he loves you unconditionally. Come on, you got to remember that you've got power and authority through Jesus Christ. Come on, you've got dominion over the earth. And so in this day and time, uh, when the Holy Spirit fills you in, come on, when the Holy Spirit makes you aware of what's to come, good or bad, you can prepare yourself, but even if it's something that's going to be a challenge, if it's something that you feel like is going to frighten you, you got to remember, mm-mm, I got the Lord who lives within me, and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So no matter what comes my way, the Holy Spirit then already filled me in about it. So guess what? I'm going to get into the word of God. I'm going to nourish and feed my faith, and I'm going to decree and declare the word of God because the word of God is at work in those who believe. And so I'm going to keep my faith in motion because when my faith is in motion, God's word is working. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come on. Jesus says in chapter 16 of John at the very last boast, verse he says in this world you will have tribulation he says but be of good cheer i've already overcome the world i've already handled what you will need me to handle i've already got a plan in place i've already given you the victory and so i'm letting you know there's going to come sometimes that may be a challenge that may be a tough time but I'm letting you know what's to come so that there's no surprises so that you won't abandon your faith. I'm here to let you know tonight the Lord sent me here to encourage you to keep your faith in motion. name of the Lord. You've got to keep your faith in motion. And so in this chapter of John, chapter 16, uh, these things refers to the comments Jesus has been making to his disciples. They have just shared the Last Supper uh, in John chapter 13, verses 1 through 5, right? And Jesus is given his final set of instructions prior to being arrested and crucified. Part of that teaching is the persecution these men, and by extension, all Christians, right, all the children of God, we are liable we are liable being in an unbelieving world we are also liable tough times also liable to face challenges we can be encouraged to know that God is in control in this chapter comes the reminder that the holy spirit will be there with the disciples, disciples, help me, Holy Ghost, <laughs> with the disciples even in their suffering, even in their suffering, right? And so Jesus is also reminding us through John chapter 16 that even though tough times may come our way, we can be reminded that the Holy Spirit will be with us even in the midst of a tough time even in the midst of a struggle, even in the midst of a challenge. So here, Jesus explains a key reason why he lays out these dire uh, predictions. Knowing something is coming, it makes it easier to endure. Knowing that something is coming, it makes it easier to endure. Two things Inspire fear more than the unknown. Pain, setbacks, and other problems frighten the people of God at times, mostly because you may be in a position you don't know the outcome. Certain situations, certain challenges, certain moments throughout your life that may frighten you just simply because you may not know the outcome. However, when we have an advanced notice and know part of something controlled somewhere, when you have advanced notice, you know that what's coming is a part of something controlled, your fear will reduce. 
panicking when trouble hits. Come on, we can take comfort in knowing that it's exactly what we expected. Nothing out of control because God is in control. Come on, I told you I was going somewhere. Jesus intends intent is for believers to remember these predictions when tough times come. Now, without advance notice, believers might be tempted to think, not what I expected. Believers may be tempted to question God and say, God, you know this would happen? We've all had moments in our life We've experienced hard times, tough circumstances, and we didn't like it. But I want you to know tonight, we didn't like it because God allowed it. He knew it was a part of God's plan. Somebody tonight, we didn't like it because God allowed it. He knew it was a part of his plan. See, sometimes when you're going through tough Times God will use the very situation you're going through to prepare you. He'll use the very situation you're going through to groom you, to equip you, raise you up, to strengthen you. Hallelujah. So Jesus warning his disciples about the persecution they will face due to their association with him, his intention is not to frighten them but to reassure them. Helping somebody tonight. Jesus warning the disciples in John chapter 16 and even throughout the book of John leading up to his persecution, he's letting them know that they also will be persecuted because they are associated with him. His intention is not to give, to make them fearful. His intention is not for them to be frightened. His intention is to reassure them that although persecution will take place, although the tough circumstances may arise, although you will be faced with some obstacles, I'm here to reassure you that I'm going to be with you. I'm here to reassure you that I'm always going to be in control. I'm here to reassure you, as I've declared in Romans 8 and 28, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose, I'm here to reassure you that although you will face tough times, I've already overcome the world. I've already dealt with what you will deal with. I've already dealt with it for you. I've already prepared the way. I've already put divine connections in place. I've already put provisions in place. I've already made the rough places smooth. I've already made the crooked places straight. I've already removed every obstruction. I've already defeated the enemy. He don't have no power unless you give it to him. Come on, you cannot give place to the devil. The devil is not supposed to have any place in your life because the Lord said in his word, give no place to the devil. Even in James chapter 4 and verse 7, he says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. The devil knows he can't touch you when you're in faith. This is why you can't allow yourself feelings in your emotions because when you're in your feelings, you're not in faith. And if you're not in faith, you're not covered unless God, because of his grace and his favor, covers you anyway. He loves you like that. Because he's God like that. He's good like that. There are some situations, there are going to be some moments in your life where you're going to have to be in faith. He can't touch you when you're in your faith. Faith is in God and in God's word. The devil knows he can't touch you when you are in faith. That's why he tries to put you in your feelings so he can come against you. God, you got to keep your faith in motion. So the message we are receiving tonight uh, through the word of the Lord, it may seem dire. Uh, it, It may seem enemies will come. 
However, this something God anticipated give believers confident everything under his control. Knowing what the Lord reveals, knowing what the Holy Spirit prepares us for, because it is something that God anticipates to be confident knowing that it's under God's control. This is a point Jesus repeats often in this discourse. We can take refuge in him. In spite of what may come our way, we are encouraged to keep our faith in motion. He says in John 16 and verse 1, I've told you these things so that you would not abandon your faith. I've told you these things so you wouldn't walk away from me. Remember when Jesus prayed for Peter, he says, I prayed for you so that your faith wouldn't fail. Come on, Jesus, he wants us to remain strong in him and in the power of his might. He wants us to be strong in faith because that's when we thrive. That's when we overcome. That's when we're victorious. That's when we're triumphant. That's when we succeed. That's when the door is open. That's when God shows up, when the faith in him is in motion. It says in Hebrews 11 and 6, possible to please God. Those that come to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. you got to believe that God is God. The rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Hey, I'm certain God is with me. I'm certain that he is my refuge. I'm certain that he is my fortress. I'm certain that he's a very present help in a time of trouble. I'm certain that he's Jehovah Jireh. He'll supply all my needs. I'm certain that God is Jehovah Rapha. He'll heal me when I need him to. Come on. I'm certain that God is Jehovah Shama. He's the Lord who is here. He never leaves me nor forsake me. Come on. I'm certain that God will open doors. I'm certain. Come on. I may not see the car in the driveway, but I'm certain there's a new car in the driveway. I'm certain of what I'm believing in God for so that you can keep your faith in motion. The Lord has already given you gifts. He's given you strategies. He's given you business ideas. Hey, the Lord just told me to tell you, when he said in his word that he will always provide a way of escape, a lot of times we sit around and we wait for God to deliver us out of situations, and that's okay. But also, you got to tap into the spirit realm, the prayer life. You need a personal relationship with God. And even if you already have a personal relationship with the Lord, you got to tap into the spirit realm. Because when God provides a way of escape, he's doing it through his Holy Spirit. God is saying, I'm providing a way for you to live. See, a lot of you have dealt with situations where you felt as though that was it. You thought it was the end. You thought it was over. Thought you wasn't going to make it. You thought it was a wrap. But God is saying he'll always provide a way of escape, meaning he will always provide a way for you to live. He will always provide a way for you to press forward. And he's also letting me know to let you know tonight that when he provides a way of escape, if you are dealing with a financial hardship, if you are dealing with a financial struggle, he's going to provide a way of escape. Yes, God can use people to sow into you and provide what you need. Yes, God can supernaturally provide what you need, but also you got to tap into the spirit realm because when God provides a way of escape, he'll also give you a strategy. He'll also give you a business idea. He'll also tell you where you need to go. 
He'll also tell you who you need to connect with. You got to tap in. Come on. If you sit next to somebody, tap on them and say, tap in, tap in, tap into the sphere realm and keep your faith in motion. So I want to encourage you tonight, family. The Lord gives a word. The Lord gives a word. Gracious words of the Lord Jesus Christ are light. Word is life. Word is good health. Somebody tonight, his word produces wholeness. The word of the Lord produces wholeness. The Lord is truth. It is true. It is the true word. God is love. Hallelujah. Words, words of great comfort all his children. Words are words of great comfort for all of his children because he is the God of all comfort. Hallelujah. You can find it in the book of Corinthians. Hallelujah. So the words, Jesus, here it is, family. Words of Jesus brings peace. The words of Jesus brings hope. The words of Jesus will nourish and increase your faith. Word of God us from stumbling. Come on. You almost gave up at one point in your life. You almost stumbled, but you got into the word. You had an auction from the Holy Ghost. You got into the word, and you were reminded, now unto him able to keep you from falling, who is able to keep you from giving up, who is able to keep you from dying, who is able your faith in motion. Word is at work in those who believe God's word heals. His word equips His word grooms. His word is sharper than any two-edged sword. His word judges the intent of the heart. God's word is powerful. Your opposition openly. And so God's word keeps us from stumbling. And this is why you have to plant your faith in the word of God. If, If... and y'all heard me say this many times before, and the Lord just laid it on my heart to share it again. Even if you have faith as a mustard seed, you got to grow that faith. What do you do with a seed? You plant it. You plant it, right? And the seed you plant will always produce a harvest, good or bad. So you got to be mindful of what you plant. But I want to break this revelation down. Plant a seed, right? And so even in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, where, where Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and the mountain will move and be cast into the sea. Come on, mustard seed faith, yes, it is effective. Even if you have a grain, if you have faith as a grain, the size of a mustard seed, super small. If I held a mustard seed between my fingers and I squeezed my fingers tight, you wouldn't even be able to see this mustard seed. But here's the revelation. Google mustard seed tree. Google a mustard seed tree. Now, check that out. Tall, strong, and how wide the seed tree is. What is Minister Mao saying tonight? What is the Holy Spirit speaking to you through me tonight? You got to take that mustard seed faith. You got to plant it in the Word of God so that your faith can grow tall, can grow strong, and can grow wide. Faith is not meant to be. 
increasing faith. He wants our faith to grow. In the book of Psalms, he says, I'm going to increase you more and more. Your money to increase. He wants your faith to increase. He wants your strength to increase. He wants your knowledge, your wisdom to increase. There's no limit to God and what he can do through you. There's no limit to how far he can take you. There is no limit to what God can do. So you got to take that mustard seed faith. You got to plant it in the word of God so that your faith can grow. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to feed your faith the word of God. Hallelujah. So your faith can be established. Your faith can have some stability so your faith won't waver. That you can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might so that you won't abandon your faith as we've learned tonight in John chapter 16, verse 1 in the New Living Translation. He says, I've told you these things so you won't abandon your faith. Ah, family, if you've read my first book or if you've ever tuned into any other podcast I've done, you've heard me say, ah, don't allow what you see to dictate what you believe. We walk, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, 4, we walk by faith and not by sight. It may look like you're going through a struggle, but you're not going to allow the struggle you see to dictate what you believe. It may look like you're going through a struggle, but the word of God says in Philippians 4:19, but my God shall supply all of my needs to his riches and glory that is in Christ Jesus. I don't care what it looks like. I know what the Lord says. The personal opinion of other people is I know what the Lord says. Now what I see on the news, I know what the Lord says. Matter what's happening in the community, I know what the Lord says. It doesn't matter what my boss said, I know what the Lord said. I believe the report of the Lord. It don't matter what the doctor said, I believe what the Lord said. my faith in motion, paying attention to the word made flesh, the Christ, who is the only one that is able into all truth. Again, paying attention to the word made flesh, Savior Jesus Christ, who died for our sins but rose with all power seated at the right hand of the throne of God, who is so real and so alive, who is the only true living God, the only one that is able to guide us into all truth. To follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. The cross was drawing ever closer for Jesus' crucifixion. And the disciples They were agitated in their hearts. And in this passage, the Lord is seeking to reassure them and give them a glimpse into things that were to come. Agitated. Remember in John, in this same chapter, the Holy Spirit is brought back to my remembrance. In this same chapter, in John chapter 16 and verse 7, remember when Jesus told the disciples that he had to go away? And, and the word of the Lord says that they were grieved, sad. They were upset. Where you going? Upset. And Jesus said, I have to go away because if I don't go away, the promise of the Holy Spirit won't be fulfilled. If I don't go away, the Holy Ghost won't come do go away, the Holy Spirit will show up. God will send them as he promised. So even as we go through this chapter, the time has come for Jesus to be crucified and fulfill the purpose of coming to the earth so that he can rise with all power, so that he could save humanity. of what he was getting ready to go through, he was seeking to reassure the disciples 
and give them a glimpse of the things that were to come. Christ had made many references to the crucifixion and his rising from the dead after three days, but he also wanted to prepare the disciples for what was to come, things that would take place after he left them. Things would become so much clearer in the future from the day of Pentecost when the spirit of truth would be sent to the mysteries that would be unveiled to them through the ministry of the Apostle Paul. The right time to tell his disciples what was to come. See, sometimes you find yourself frustrated as if you don't know how to move forward from where you are But those are the moments where you need to trust God because he knows the right time when to reveal something to you. He knows the right time you ought to move forward. He knows the right time. The right time. So the Lord knew the right time to tell his disciples what was to come. The right time to tell his disciples another part of his glorious plan. Little by little, at the right time, the Lord imparted more and more insight, spiritual knowledge, revelation, and information as much as they could bear. Come on, you ought to spend some personal time with the Lord. You ought to get up early in the morning. You ought to commune with God. You ought to spend some time with him because the more time you spend with him, the more insight, the more spiritual knowledge, the more revelation, the more information, the more inspiration he'll download into you as much as you can bear. The Lord knows where you are. The Lord knows what you need. He knows where he promised to take you. You got to put your trust in the Lord. Ah, put your trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your path. You got to keep your faith in motion. Is in motion. God's word is working. So many of the Lord's words to the disciples were spoken to move them from emotional thinking that ravaged their anxious hearts to the calm influence of the gospel of truth that will set their hearts free and keep them from stumbling. The Lord's words to the disciples, the words he spoke, was to remove them from emotional thinking. Think out of your feelings. He wanted to remove them from emotional thinking. He wanted to restore a calmness so that they would not be anxious in their hearts, so that they would be calm calmness that's influenced the word of truth. Their hearts free them from stumbling. The glorious words of the Lord Jesus, they are light. Life. The word of God produces wholeness. The word of God is love. Peace. The word of God comforts, and these words are spoken to you that you may preach right there, but I'll keep calm. You are kept to fear, to keep your faith in motion. Here with you all on the last broadcast this month, this is my family. You got to remain strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And so once again in this chapter of Ephesians, let me close it out. Paul gives a wonderful overview of our position in Christ and the riches of God's grace that have been poured out on all who are in Christ Jesus. But also in this chapter, he does not want us to forget that the that even though we have heavenly privileges, we are living in the world and engaged in an ongoing spiritual battle. Through it all, with God's protection and guidance, by faith, family, you can conquer your fears and live a life full 
of purpose and determination. As soldiers of Jesus Christ, as children of God, we are to arise and be strong in the Lord and not to rely on ourselves. And as members of God's family, we are to stand firm in the power of God's might and not take courage in our own strength. You've got to keep your faith in motion. Ah, for your faith to be in motion, family, for your faith to be in motion is to be effective, active, and in use. Something in motion is to be consistent. It is to be a good steward over it. The process of something being in motion means that it's happening. For something to be set in motion, it literally means that it's happening. And I'm here to encourage you tonight once again in this new series that when you keep your faith in motion, God's word is working. When your faith is in motion, everything God promised you, it's happening. When your faith is in motion, so is your breakthrough. When your faith is in motion, so is your healing. When your faith is in motion, so is restoration. When your faith is in motion, so is your deliverance. When your faith is in motion, so is your provision. When your faith is in motion, so is the new job. When your faith is in motion, so is the vision. No matter what, family, you've got to keep your faith in motion because when your faith is in motion, the word is working. Word is at work in those who believe. His word. Ooh, you gotta activate your faith. You can activate God's word so God's word can become your reality. So God's word can manifest. You're created to live a prosperous life. To prosper means to journey well throughout life. That's what prosperity is. It means to journey. It means to journey well. And so, listening tonight, you want to journey well. You're looking for a better way to live. You're looking for a better way to overcome your situation. You're looking for a better way to handle what you need to handle. You're looking for a better way out. I encourage you tonight. That way is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the light. He is our life giver. He is our loving heavenly father. He is our savior. He's the shepherd of our soul. He's our provider. He's our comforter. He's our mediator. He's our everything thing that you need him to. I'm here to encourage you. Choose relationship over religion and faith tradition up in just going through the formalities. Don't get caught up in just going through the motions. You know you can be religious. You hear God's word, you receive God's word, but you don't apply God's word. You 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 can be religious when you hear God's word, see God's word, but you don't apply God's word. You're just going through the motions. Even when you read the word of God and you just read it for what it is. That's being religious. Go deep. Deep. Deeper. You got you to gotta press past the surface. You can't just read the top layer of the scriptures. You got to get deep into the word of God. Let the Lord speak to you. Open your eyes. Give you some revelation that you can apply to your life, that you can live out so that you can prosper, so that you can journey well. The word of the Lord says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. The word of God says in Romans 10 and 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter how old you are. It don't matter where you come from. It don't matter what your race is. It don't matter. It don't matter, family. It don't matter where you've been. It don't matter who you've been around. It don't matter the mistakes you made. If you call on the name of Jesus, being fully persuaded in who he is, 
fully believing that he is God, that there's nobody like him. He'll save you. He'll make a way for you. He'll save your soul. He'll make you whole. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me, for I have sinned, falling short of your glory. I believe Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ rose power. Jesus Christ is so real and so alive. Jesus save me. I accept you, my Lord, personal Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life. Holy Spirit, my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life. And have your way that I live to God's word, his will, Amen. Come on, if you repeated that prayer after me and you fully believe that God is so real and so alive, you just got saved. God is not a myth. He's not a theory. He is not a mystery. You can get to know him. He will reveal himself to you. Spend some time with him. Call on the name of Jesus. Let him have his way in your life. And you too will be a witness that falling in love with Jesus is the best decision you have ever made in your life. We welcome you into the family of God. We encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the word of God. Y'all can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused and always press forward by faith, showing each other an abundance of love, letting the love of Christ flow through you. I love you so much, family. Check it out. At this time, we're going to have an announcement, and then I'll come back and close it out. Uh, amen. I'm going to ask our Brother Rob or Pastor Toy to come give us some announcements at this time. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, okay, you can hear me? Okay. Uh, can you hear me, Mr. Bernard? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Okay, okay. So real quickly, uh, before we go move forward, I just want to ask you a question. Um, and so uh, and this it's nothing serious, but I just want to ask you. So when you die, what part of the body dies last? That's a good question. When you die, what part of the body dies last? Yes. Okay, so I can help you out. So it's the pupils. <laughs> the pupils. So they die out. Okay. All right, so I just okay. want to make somebody laugh or somebody smile before I go ahead yeah, and do the announcement. So I want you to proceed with the announcement. <laughs> This is the product of Purpose Care Network, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's show. No matter where in the world you listen to us, uh, we thank you for listening either online or via phone. We appreciate your listenership and your support, and we very thank those that share with their friends and family members. Uh, we are greatly glad to have you a uh, part of Purpose Care Network. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blog.com talkradio.com backslash purpose kingdom. Anytime you want to talk to any of our hosts, you can uh, dial in at 319-527-6091 and press the number one. We'll get you in as soon as we can. We also invite you to like us on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook where you can see our upcoming shows, advertisements, and uh, anything that we have as far as announcements. We also want to let you know that we do have our own radio network at pknradio.com where you can hear 24 hours of inspirational music and at your leisure. 
And uh, don't uh, forget to tell your friends and family members that, you know, we do have a radio network. Okay, and uh, with that being said, anytime you want to send us any kind of uh, correspondence via email, you can email uh, email us at uh, purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We gladly honor that. So feel free to contact us via email at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. All right, and uh, with that being said, our next show is going to be broadcasted at the 8.30 p.m. hour, and it's going to be self-expressions, and it's going to be hosted by Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. And once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8.30 uh, p.m. hour. Expressions uh, will host Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. And as always, we, uh, we appreciate your listenership, your support, and anything that you have positive, to uh, lend here to us at Purpose Kingdom Network. And uh, God bless you. Uh, we love you. And with that being said, uh, Minister Bernard, the show is back in your hands. Amen. Amen. Thank you, um, Brother Rob. You had me thinking there on that one, man. You made me pause for a minute. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. That was a good question. All right. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. So check it out, family. I pray that you were blessed tonight. Um, I pray that you received the announcements that was given. And, um, yes, connect with Purpose Kingdom Network. Purpose Kingdom Network got it going on. God is doing great things here. Um, you know, he's doing a great work. We're so grateful for the many people all over the world that God, that God blesses us to encourage and pour into Um we're here not to be seen, not for no credibility. We're here because we love you, and we want to see you prosper. We want to see God's word manifest in your life. We want to see you enjoy the life God created you to live and to love living the life God created you to live, giving God all the glory. We want to see you blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. And to help. You're created to live an abundant life and to help others do the same. So thank you for tuning in tonight, family. We're going to continue in this new series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion. Come on, y'all. When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. You have absolutely no reason to fear. You don't have to be frustrated. You don't have to worry. Just trust God. You're going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I guarantee you, whatever you need, God going to provide it. He did it before, didn't he? He's going to do it again. However you feel, God going to shift in how you feel. He's going to shift you in how you feel. Come on, you got power in what you say. You got power in what you say. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23, whatsoever you say, you shall have. Come on. You got power in what you say. Command that pain to go. Yes. Speak over yourself. Come on. God will mend your broken heart. What you can't find in the world, you can find it in God. The love you need is not in the world. It's in Christ. Be great being who God created you to be. Stay focused. Be uniquely who you are. You don't have to follow no trends. You ain't got to be like nobody else. You ain't got to, mm-mm. Be originally you. You're original. There's never another you. You all that. you created by God. You're created in his image. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. And marvelous are God's works. You're perfected in Christ. For the Lord is good and his mercy endure forever. Family, you already know by faith we good. For we walk by faith, by sight. Stay tuned. I got two books coming out this year. It's going down. The first book is Things That Contaminate Your Faith, the series. If you was with us towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year, you know the Lord blessed us with a 10-part series, Things That Contaminate Your Faith. Oh, the Lord blessed me to put it into a book. It's going to be out this year. Also, if you've been rocking out with me for the last two or three years, you remember when the Lord gave me the three Ps, keep pressing, keep praising, and keep praying. 
Keep pressing towards God, keep praising his holy name, and keep praying for things to change. The three Ps is focused on inspiring you to be consistent in your walk with the Lord. So that's coming out as well. God is blessing me to do a double release. So stay tuned for that. There's also some music um, that I'm getting ready to release, a new single. A lot of great things going on. God is doing great things through By Faith We Do Ministry Incorporated as well as Shop BFWG LLC. Go to shopbfwg.com, shopbfwg.com. Get you a By Faith Be Good t-shirt, hat, face mask, hoodie, whatever. Declare to the world God's way, the best way. And make sure you stay connected with Purpose Kingdom Network. Shout out to all of God's messengers on Purpose Kingdom Network and all the great things he's doing in this ministry and through us and for us all. Make sure you connect with and support this network in its entirety. To God be all the glory. I love you, family. Until next month, I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. He saved me.